I'm Adam Coleman, inviting you to the fifth season of The Cosmic Library from LitHub. This season, we go on our tiniest reading adventure yet, into short stories in the U.S. But this too turns out to be almost all-encompassing. I think short stories are essentially brief encounters with felt life. That's Oxford literary scholar Andrew Kahn, who gives us a deep history of the short story. And we hear from The New Yorker's Deborah Treisman, who explains her work as an editor of short fiction. You know, if you are melding with another person, you don't turn that person into you, but you get to know the ins and outs of that person. So, and it's, it's sort of like that. I always feel involved with the stories. We bounce around between the history and current life of short stories with the novelist Justin Taylor. The nice thing about it going out of fashion is that it really frees you up to relate to it in a different way. This being the Cosmic Library, we make sure to go way beyond U.S. short stories, too. Here's the Washington Post critic, Becca Rothfeld. A lot of Kafka short stories, I think, gesture at or describe um, sort of nightmarish geographies or architectures. And the actor Max Gordon Moore reminds us just how wild short stories can be. With a reading in its entirety of Wakefield, the intensely strange, classic Nathaniel Hawthorne story. He had contrived, or rather he had happened, to dissever himself from the world, to vanish. Get ready for all that and more in a season about short stories, small windows into vast universes. It's season five of The Cosmic Library, available soon wherever you go for podcasts. Hi, it's Maris. I'm here to tell you about Wondery's new podcast, Little Stories Everywhere. It's the perfect immersive experience to share by the fireplace with loved ones this holiday season. Each week, hosts Virginia Madsen and Robbie Damond will read a different children's classic, some of the most magical stories ever told, now reimagined with enchanting sound design that is sure to captivate the whole family. Get whisked off to Neverland with Peter Pan, fly with dragons in My Father's Dragon, or transport yourself to a winter wonderland with the first story on the list. A Merry Christmas, a collection of holiday tales by Louisa May Alcott that truly embody the holiday spirit no matter what you celebrate. Other stories will include The Velveteen Rabbit, Flutter by Butterfly, and many more fun tales for families to enjoy together or adults to enjoy on their own. You're about to hear a preview of A Merry Christmas by Louisa May Alcott from Little Stories Everywhere. While you're listening, subscribe to Little Stories Everywhere on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or listen ad-free in the Wondery app. Joe was the first to wake in the gray dawn of Christmas morning. No stockings hung at the fireplace, and for a moment, she felt as much disappointment as she did long ago when her little stocking fell down because it was so crammed with goodies. Then... She remembered her mother's promise, and slipping her hand under her pillow, she drew out a little crimson-covered book. She knew it very well, for it was that beautiful old story of the best life ever lived. And Joe felt that it was a true guidebook for any pilgrim going the long journey. She woke Meg with a Merry Christmas and bade her to see what was under her pillow. A green-covered book appeared, with the same picture inside, and a few words written by their mother, which made their one present very precious in their eyes. Presently, Beth and Amy woke to rummage and find their little books also, one dove-colored, the other blue, 
and all sat looking at and talking about them while the east grew rosy with the coming day. In spite of her small vanities, Margaret had a sweet and pious nature which unconsciously influenced her sisters, especially Joe, who loved her very tenderly and obeyed her because her advice was so gently given. Girls, said Meg seriously, looking from the tumbled head beside her to the two little night-capped ones in the room beyond. Mother wants us to read and love and mind these books, and we must begin at once. We used to be faithful about it, but since Father went away and all this war trouble unsettled us, we have neglected many things. You can do as you please, but I shall keep my book on the table here and read a little every morning as soon as I wake, for I know it will do me good and help me through the day. Then she opened her book and began to read. Joe put her arm around her and, leaning cheek to cheek, read also, with the quiet expression so seldom seen on her restless face. How good Meg is. Come, Amy, let's do as they do. I'll help you with the hard words, and they'll explain things if we don't understand, whispered Beth, very much impressed by the pretty books and her sister's example. I'm glad mine is blue, said Amy. And then the rooms were very still while the pages were softly turned, and the winter sunshine crept in to touch the bright heads and the serious faces with a Christmas greeting. Where is Mother? asked Meg, as she and Joe ran down to thank her for the gifts half an hour later. Goodness only knows. Some poor creature come and begging, and your ma went straight off to see what was needed. There never was such a woman for giving away vittles and drink and clothes and farin, replied Hannah, who'd lived with the family since Meg was born and was considered by them all more as a friend than a servant. That was just a preview of Little Stories Everywhere. To hear the full episode and more, subscribe to Little Stories Everywhere on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also click the link in the episode notes. Listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Bum, bum, bum.